This is Drop Tent Media Network. Hey, hold right there. Don't dare skip this. This is an important message. Me and my boy, Albert Davis, we want to tell you about our podcast, Seriously Dad. Albert, why should they listen? Because it's the best podcast in the world. It's by two comedians who are dads. And you know what we're talking about? Being dads. It's called Seriously Dad. Check us out on social media at Seriously Dad Podcast. And anywhere you get your podcast, that's where we're at. We're funny. We got some great guests coming our way. We cover the topics you want to hear. Check us out. Need a cut? I know I do. At least once every few days. What's that? You can't afford it. Price is too high? No need to worry. Phenomenal's Barbershop and Salon offers top-notch grooming at an affordable price with no long waits. Located at 40 Berlin Road, Clementon Lake Plaza, New Jersey, right next to Clementon Park. Call 856-782-4900 to set up an appointment, pull up, and walk out looking phenomenal. Uh-huh. IIQ basketball with Brian Isley uh, time, and Raymond Bird. What's going one. on, bro? I'm gonna go for like a like a quadruple double. Uh-huh. And welcome to the third edition of High IQ basketball with Brian Isley and Raymond Bird. I'm of course Brian Isley, and that's my main man, 50 grand, 25 in each hand, Raymond Bird. What's happening, bro? What's good, my boy? How you doing today, man? Man, what's what's happening, Neil? How you doing, bro? Hey, what's up, bro? How you guys doing? Everything is good, man. We're here to talk our favorite sport as usual. Uh, starting with uh, quarter number one. Before we get started, I'd like to run down the rules again to those to those new subscribers. Once again, thank you for hitting the subscribe button uh, on our YouTube channel and hitting that notification button to make sure you're up to date on when we air. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the support. Uh, this is how it works. We have four topics, four quarters, just like a basketball game. Uh, we get points for our, for our valid, you know, points, and then whoever has the most points at the end wins. I am two and zero, oh. <laughs> <laughs> going going for three and zero. Oh. <laughs> I'm waiting for my guy. I'm waiting for my guy to step up. Yeah. It, it's been it, it's a damn near sweep. We're going to get into the first quarter, our first topic, the doubleheader last night, uh, starting with Celtics and Heat. Uh, My guy, Przingis, had 17, but he fouled out towards the end of the game. It got close towards the end, but the Celtics pulled out the win. What's your take on the game? I mean, I think it's amazing how Miami, you know what I mean? They they, they go after Dame Lillard, they lose. Strauss, they lose a couple of pieces. Vincent. They lose Vincent. They lose so many pieces that were a big part of, you know, them being able to, to get to the finals last year. Yeah. And you look at them and, and at first thought, it's like they're not in the championship picture. Like you think it's, it's a two-team race. Like it's right. Boston and Milwaukee. And then you know, it's only a regular season game, but it's a dog fight. It's and I would fight. expect if they would go into a seven-game series with Boston or Milwaukee, that's exactly what you would have to expect, right? Yeah. So I don't know if it's, I mean, I, I know they speak so highly of that Miami culture, but I'm starting to believe it. I like, was going to ask you, it doesn't feel cliche anymore, it right? It doesn't feel cliche. It, like, it doesn't feel like it's a myth. It feels like it's real. Like, they take it seriously down there. Pat Riley has act, and Alonzo Mourning and all those guys, Spo, have actually set a culture down there, a real culture that you can actually see. Right, because they're, they're, I mean, talent-wise, not just, it's, again, it's the regular season game. You don't expect 
Boston to come in there and necessarily win by 30, but they're clearly the more talented team. And I'll it's a bet. dog fight. And you and I'm just looking at the game and looking at the matchups and looking how the, the pace of the game and how it's played. I think Miami would give them hell in a seven-game series. Like it wouldn't be crazy like to see them knock them off. Again. Again, right. Absolutely. So <laughs> I mean, that's what I took on. I mean, Boston they won the game because they're the better team. Yeah. But the, my take was just that yo, that Miami culture thing is real. Is that they they've been in the conference finals three out of the past five years, I believe. Is that the premier rivalry in the NBA? I don't think there is a rivalry in the NBA. I don't think. Do you consider that a rivalry? Is I mean they've no because I mean I think Boston. I mean I guess Boston would have the same rivalry with the Sixers, right? When the Sixers play them, they they speak of it as if there's something between it. We met in the playoffs a couple of times, blah blah blah. And that's also backed by tradition. Backed by tradition, but sometimes you know you get you get the Knicks and Bulls. Have a traditional rivalry, right? Not mm-hmm. no more. You don't think of it like that now today, in today's basketball because no. it's not. It's not. It, it, it doesn't exist today. Those players aren't here anymore, right? <laughs> and those players aren't there in Miami and in, in Boston either. I'm just to a certain that, extent. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I don't think of it as a rivalry. I don't think there there is any rivalries in the league. I do. I think of Who? it as a rivalry because <laughs> we need one. <laughs> So that's why I think <laughs> we need one. We always talk about parity and competition in the league. Right. And they've been in the conference finals three times in the past five, five years. So uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like a no personal dislike. rivalry. There's no dislike. There's no animosity. You may see Jimmy get spicy. You may see the Celtics right. get mad. But other than that, nah. It's not a rivalry to some flavor. It's not a rivalry exchange, to that extent. Like I don't think it's a rivalry because it it didn't get there yet. But that even that part of the game is gone though. You know, I think when you got good teams, you know what's crazy. I I think we spoke about this many times. Like the rivalries over the last decade or so, it's been LeBron versus whomever. (laughs) Like it's it's been you know I mean people wanted LeBron to come up short so bad that they find themselves rooting for whoever if it's Indiana Pacers. (laughs) You become an Indiana Yo, Pacers fan. It, it that's, a lot of Pacers that fans. becomes a, a rivalry. Whoever they believe that can suddenly knock LeBron off, that's what you I mean, that that becomes a rivalry, right? And I don't yeah. think we have that anymore. I mean, they're trying to turn the Lakers and, and the Nuggets into one, but I you know that don't even feel like it because, because they don't have not. they don't have that other star. They have a star, but it doesn't necessarily match up with Brian. So you don't have the matchup. Yeah, and the Nuggets have won five straight. So nah, until they, oh, the Lakers yeah, right, win you're one. Right. You're right. They did sweep them and win the opener. Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't consider that a rivalry. You keep getting cracked. But, I mean, I guess it would fit the brother. Going off of what you said, they met in the conference finals one year. Lakers won. Bubble year. They met in their second conference final. Denver won. I mean, kind of. It's 1-1. One, t- one. It, it, it meets your criteria a little technically bit. Technically, it does meet my criteria. But there's no, and there has been spicy talk. You're right. You got the, you got the spicy talk. <laughs> you, got you got all the, that. You got the who's, who's your, your daddy, daddy, you know, and Mike Malone talking. Mike you ain't got Malone no players talking. talking. I think I won't be a rival because I think Bron's somewhere else. You know what I mean? Bron yeah. after the game, if all that, and after the game, Bron is Murray wanted Bron to meet his little brother or whoever that was. You yeah. know what I mean? And Bron did it. If yeah. it's a rivalry, some dislike there, that ain't happening. You know what? You, you know what? It's not going to be. I, I think. The, I think these players want to beat LeBron. 
You know what I'm saying? I definitely think they want to beat LeBron. And I know the fans want to see LeBron lose. Right. Le- LeBron is the Ric Flair. <laughs> you know how Ric Flair I was? was. A Ric Flair fan. <laughs> but you was a Ric Flair fan. But you ever. know everybody tuned in to watch Ric Flair and the Horsemen lose. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? That is LeBron. People want to see LeBron lose. LeBron is all way uh, Mayweather. People paid to see Mayweather lose. As boring as the fights was, right? You still paid. Record numbers, record numbers to see Floyd Mayweather lose. They same rules apply to LeBron. People want to see LeBron lose. The reason why I don't think the players are really on it that much is because they grew up under Bron. They've been to Bron's camps, right? They were they they. I mean, he's their hero. Here's the other part, right? And the player, I think the player um, movement. Player empowerment plays a part in it, right? Yeah. A rivalry is set where you got two teams and they're meeting, and you're on my way. If it's on different conferences or we're in the same conference trying to get to the same destination, right? That you know, mountaintop, or whatever. You, mm-hmm. You're in the way of me climbing this mountain. You don't get that now because you know you're here for a couple of years and then it don't work out and you don't get to the mountaintop and you request to go somewhere else. So the rivalry never. Never really gets develops. a chance to get established because there's always movement. You had the Bron rivalries because Bron, you had that one pillar. You got Bron, mm-hmm. and then you had everybody else chasing. So you can get those rivalries in the Eastern Conference or with Golden State because you had that one piece that was constant. And they messed that rivalry. Well, KD did. KD, yo, I mean, I know we we talk about we love competitive basketball, right? KD ruined some incredible basketball we could have had back then because. If I mean, if he had stayed in the, with the Thunder, OKC. you you had a, a, a four, five, six teams that were competing for a championship. They were all on the same level and had stars. Like if OKC had beat Golden State, you would have been disappointed. Not at all. You would have been happy to see KD versus Bron in the finals. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Golden State getting there, you're not disappointed. And you think about CP3 went to Houston, you still would you would have had that element. Like. He ruined some incredible basketball because we could have really saw like if his goal was to be, I want to surpass LeBron. I'm so tired of being number two. He could have supplanted LeBron naturally by just being him. But you go to Golden State and you don't get no love for that. Yeah. I tell people all the time, I don't care that he left Oklahoma City. That's not my issue. It's where he landed. It's two places. You can't go to Cleveland. And you can't go to Golden State. Right. That's it. You can go anywhere else you in the league. Anywhere. You could have went to Houston and I would have been you fine. You could have gone anywhere else in the league and played ball. You could have went home and watched. Washington at the time seemed like a good destination. Right? That's home. That's they, home. Had they had Bill, Bill and they had Wall. You know what I mean? There was rumors that that was on the table. He could have gone anywhere else. He could have went to Boston. Could have went anywhere Facts. else. Agreed. But you decided to go to Golden State. And that's what made it unfair. Uh, per- Perzingis. 30 in the first game, 17 yesterday, fouls out. Uh, Bam was Bam was attacking him crazy. I told you, boy, sweet. He's not sweet. He's sweet. He's not. <laughs> He's sweet. He can play. He's sweet. And and, and you get to a play. If they would have matched up with, with Miami in a, in a playoff series, you would get a lot of that. You'll get a lot of that. Because Bam got, Bam got some fight in him. Bam got fight in him. And Bam can Bam play. Bam can't guard Przingis. Uh, no, no, no different than Przingis can guard Bam. No okay, different. Word. No different. So they, again, like I was saying in 
a reason why I say we're not too well. Go back to another point I made on a previous episode. Why it had come down to those the stars versus Przingis because he's a wash. You match him up with with Porter, it's a wash. You match you 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 match him up with Bam, it's a wash. It's not too well. It's a wash. It's not. It's it's too well. It's not too well. First episode was four four. So it's really it's two one oh one. It's two oh me. One oh one. Look at it's camera time. It's my camera. It's two oh me. I'm looking for him to get his first win. You say facts, right? You say yo facts always win. Facts always win. Go back to episode one, fellas. It was four four. So you can't be two oh. It was four four. Man, shut up. Man. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna move on to uh Warriors versus Kings. Uh, I you I think you got a issue with me about that game. Yeah, I put some money on these boys because my man was <laughs> so oh the Kings is ready to climb, 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 climb a little higher on the mountain. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, go stay knocks some more. But he convinced me, he convinced me, not necessarily just for that game, but that they were the better team. And you know, I put a little brand. What on did last you? Night what? How did you? How did you take me saying that if they meet up in the first round? You, I just took that you said that it was a better team. It's a regular season game. It was the opener. Wasn't it their home opener? Their uh-huh. their home opener. You lost to them in the playoffs. I'm like, oh, all the energy is supporting them, beating them tonight. Whatever. Not necessarily. They're not gonna. If they play four or five times on the regular season, I'm not saying they're going to win every game. I'm just saying on this particular night, my man, can, he, he convinced me <laughs> that Sacramento was the better team. And in that particular environment, coming off the loss in the playoffs, you know what I mean? I'm like, all right, they're going to get them tonight. Let me put some bread on these boys. And you disappoint. Go back. That's why you that's, really is 101 me. We're going to go back technically. <laughs> First episode with four four. Second, Next episode was me then. Here's why I, I don't think Great you should have bet. You shouldn't have bet on the Kings. You you just said that uh, the Kings had all the motivation in the world to knock off the Facts. Warriors in that game. Uh, so did the Lakers. And the Lakers lost to the Nuggets. They were on the road, though. So why oh, would you they think... Were all, again, you got the, all the facts. Like You always talk facts, right? I the do. Facts I love facts. Facts, that facts on it. Sacramento was at the house. Your home opener for the season. Like everybody's excited for their home opener. Yes. Right? Football, bat, any sport. Your home opener is special. Right. You're coming off a loss coming in the off playoffs loss, series. This point, seven game series, yeah. competitive series. You feel like you're better now. You got them back at the house. You got your revenge factor. I'm like, all right, they got them tonight. My man said that they better. I'm like, all right, cool. We throw a little, little, little change on them. <laughs> and they disappointed me as well as you. <laughs> Curry had 41. It looks like Curry is like hitting with the night. I know y'all on your way. Not on my watch. You dropped 50 on them the last time you played them. Sent them home. They dropped 41 on them to remind them that I'm still that guy. He that guy. He that guy. Man. And Did Drake play? I don't think he did. Hmm. Is 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 wild. It's wild how Curry is just like with this team specifically with the Kings. Like he's he's the reason why he they won that series. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you one of the reasons I think they lost. Monk only got four shots. Okay, that's your firecracker. You know what I mean? If you told me Monk was two for ten, 
I can accept two for 10. Mm-hmm. You had a bad game. Two for four ain't enough shots for him. Not nearly That's your six-man-of-the-year candidate. He he should be getting 10-plus shots every single night. Agreed. That's the end of quarter one. Uh, I think... You think, think yo, you you, we got to stop. I think stop. you won. I of think course. you won. Can you, if, yo, you yo, let me, if you would let me just stop. finish... We have to stop I just, this. I don't care what you just said. We got to stop camp. We got to stop this. We got to stop Brian Isley being able to dictate who he I'm not one. I'm not. Yo, Neil, going so forward, raise after up. the quarter's over, Neil, you say, all right, based upon what I just listened to, this mm-hmm. is who I think goes away. I don't want to hear your mouth on that. no Because, of course, <laughs> I gave you yeah, the you win. Gave I gave point, you the but point. But we got three other quarters, and you go on in those three other quarters. I gave I, you I the point. I think I got that one. Well, so, I let him get so, that so one. So I'm not even biased even to me. No, I gave I, you I the think point. I, well, I'm I'm not biased here, and I think I won every point. you are. You stopped me from saying every, what I was going to say before I even I think I, I won it. every point we've had on the show. And that's cat. That's super cat. So... Neil, that, that, going that, forward, Neil, I would like for you, you, okay. you to do that. That's, I'm gonna have to step that's in. A, that's guess. a lid store. He was uh, full of cap right there. That's crazy. <laughs> you want every quarter? You out your mind? This is both very funny <laughs> and then also very worrisome for me. <laughs> I can feel the pressure. Uh, yeah, I think Ray. Uh, and you know, this, this is yeah, he is. This, and this is this is also good for the show because people that we know personally have messaged me and said, mm-hmm. "Y'all a little bit too buddy buddy." <laughs> y'all, y'all agree too much, so I can't so wait. For, and I know how y'all get down, so I can't wait for y'all to disagree. Listen, I know, I know how the show is typically set up, where you, one guy has to be far one left, guy and has guy, to one be, guy to be right. Facts is facts. Facts man. is basketball facts. Basketball is basketball. Facts you is can, facts. You can, you, I mean, and that's why it's you know it, it's tough to blatantly be on the other side. Right. You say Kobe's <laughs> great. I gotta say, no, no. Kobe was okay. He's not great. Yeah, you know, I mean, Kobe's not, great. Yeah, we're not going to do that just for clicks, people. We <laughs> let y'all know right now. Facts are facts. We don't do that dumb stuff here. But the moment I do disagree with him, you'll know. And he'll be wrong. <laughs> I don't know if this is because I, I, was, I was actually going off of like Brian for LeBron, Ric Flair. Thing. Anytime I think you make like just a good point or good in somehow analogy. inform. Yeah, like yeah. you're informing a different view. I think that's what I gave you. There was uh, two points. The first one I'm was just... <laughs> Why did I even start, Ray? I'm sorry, dude. Just, I apologize. Just it with it. Uh, the first one was just you both got points on the board just for uh, uh, agreeing, I think, for the, the, the first half. And then the no rivalry from Ray. Uh, um, and I know Brian kind of made the point, but then I think the breakdown from, yeah, the no rivalry there. And then the last one was just, I thought he proved his point for putting money on the game. <laughs> he was like, he's like, all of these are the facts. Why? And Brian's like, you probably shouldn't. Though. <laughs> so. Okay, right. so at the end of one quarter, end of the first quarter, Ray is up four to two. We are heading into the second quarter, and second quarter topic is the Harden situation in in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. He was trying to board the team plane, go on the road with them, and uh, team security was like, "Fall back, my boy." I mean, at, at some point in time, you got to be tired of this shit, right? Yeah, I mean, you didn't pull this at a few different stops. And, you know, I get whatever was promised to you or whatever the case may be. But, you know, I mean, at some point in time, we'd be professional, right? Yeah. We talked about in the previous episode where it's like, yo, how's Clay going to handle his contract situation? Well, Clay's a professional. You ain't going to hear nothing about it. You know, Clay going to hoop. And that's just what it's going to be. So you you get paid millions of dollars, go be a professional. All this crybaby shit. Like, I, I, I I ain't for all that. And then 
Harden, the whole I'm going to show up one day and then I'm going to disappear and then I'm going to show up the day before the game and practice and expect to hop on the plane. Like you can tell it's all calculated. It's calculated so that I don't receive fines. So you guys, so I can control my free agency. Like it's all calculated. It's not about I want to really play ball. It's about, you know, the optics. Right now I'm looking kind of bad out here. I'm looking bad in regards to people are questioning how I'm uh, approaching this situation and how I approach previous situations, right? Mm. So, you know, he's trying to change the narrative. It's not about, I want to go really go play basketball. You know, yeah. it's about, I don't want to be fine. I ain't trying to mess my money up. And at this point, like, I'm, I'm tired of it. Like, you first of all, you ain't like that. You ain't like that no more. You should be happy to be in Philly. You know I mean? You beg to get over here. You playing next to Embiid. It is an ideal situation for you. It's crazy that you you crying to go somewhere else. You know what I mean? You crying to, to go to the Clippers now? What? So when they don't give you what you want, you do the same thing? Yeah. Uh, you took the the scenic route with that. I'm I'm going to go direct. Harden's a sucker. It's crazy how he, he you can tell he still thinks he's like that. Right. Because who... Who acts that much like a diva? There's somebody who thinks they he thinks he's the franchise. He thinks he's the best player on the team. You can't tell me otherwise because no other no no one who who knows that they're on the downside of their career acts like that. Right. Like he he's forcing his way out of Philly. Are you serious? He forced his way out of Houston. He he did Houston dirty. Like completely threw him under the bus, saying that the team was essentially trash. Showed up in the fat suit and all that. Got shipped out to Brooklyn. Oh, the Brooklyn situation, okay. Kyrie was bugging. Y'all, y'all really didn't trust Nash. All that you really didn't want to go there in the first place. You wanted to go directly to Philly. But they sent you to Brooklyn instead. You didn't want you after a while, you got sick of that. So you forced your way out of that. Okay, cool. But you still look crazy because you just forced yourself out of Houston the year prior. See, one, one of my biggest issues is like, like you said, he just he he's not the writing's on the wall, right? You're not the player that you were mm-hmm. in Houston. And you find yourself in Brooklyn, which if you understand who you all currently are, you're not Houston James Harden. You're not that anymore. You're not the guy that's going to go get 40, 50 anytime you want. That's not what it is. So Brooklyn situation was actually ideal. you got these two killers next to you. You could run the point and there's no pressure on nobody. Would, if you if they come up short, nobody is pointing the finger at James Harden. So it was yeah. an ideal situation. And, and if you remember when he first got there, it was a seamless fit. Seamless they was out fit. there running and gunning. You was you was you had like you was having like 15 dimes a game and Kyrie and KD was killing. I ideal situation. Then you find yourself in Philly. Now you got a little bit more responsibility. Because like I said in previous previously like now you you got the great big but now you got to play on that for y'all to win. You got to play close to where he is. So right. there's pressure on you to to go win. You got to close games cuz you're the best perimeter player, right? doesn't work out the way you expect it to, but it's still an ideal situation. You add James Harden to Philly, they're in the mix. And yeah. for you to cry to get up out of there, especially when you go back to the offseason where there's rumors that they had a max deal on the table for you for Houston. They You was going to get your money. You was going back crazy that they wanted you back, but 
you got a chance to go back to Houston, be the veteran in the locker room, run the be the point guard with the, with these young with monsters the young running next guns. to you. Yeah, running gunners. Yeah. And you go in there talking about, well, my goal is to be the leading scorer. That's why you just you can tell that he don't understand where he at in his career right now. He doesn't. So at this I, point, uh, like little baby must be gassing him, man. <laughs> Something. I don't, I don't Listen, get it. Like, don't get me understand. wrong. I think the Clippers situation is similar to what he had in Brooklyn. So I think it works. I think he goes over there and it's also a seamless fit. They need a playmaking point guard. That's crazy. They, where, I, where does Russ go? Russ goes to the bench. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what After being told when he got the, to the Clippers, he's not going to sit the bench. So he maybe bring Harden in and he sits the bench. Hey, Westbrook is not going to be happy about that, bro. Right. Maybe it doesn't work because maybe now you got this tor- turmoil in the locker room. I don't know. But in regards to a basketball sense, being him being next to Paul George and Kawhi, yeah. it works. Then he go, then Russ going to be calling Balmer a liar. Not everybody in the league lying. Right, right. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Cry baby shit. That shit. Play ball. You're getting paid millions of dollars. You're in an ideal situation. Play it out. If you believe in yourself as much as you seem to to believe that hoop hoop take 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 the Sixers to the conference finals take them to the finals you know what i mean play your role absolutely like and, and we didn't even touch on the fact that you pulled a no call no show in game 7 of the second round of the playoffs like y'all had a chance all, all you had a chance to solidify yourself. You had several chances. You know, o- over the years, we 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 haven't been on the air that long, but we've been talking basketball our whole lives. And one of the conversations we've always had is, I believe Harden is fool's gold. He is, but last year he surprised me. He had some, in regards to what his role is on that particular team. He won. My apologies. He won game point one. Point deduction, he get a point. He get a point deducted. It's a, the point deducted. I got to learn this set all the time for that. But listen, game one, in, in game one, and B doesn't play. He carries him, gets game one. Was it the pivotal game five? He goes crazy. What did he score? Like 41 or whatever? 40, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it done. The rest got to be on NB. What game did he seven, score he in show. game seven? Game seven, he didn't show up at all. But what I'm saying is he got you two. Your MVP is supposed to get the other two. Okay, that's so, fair. So don't, uh, what I'm saying is that last year in the playoffs, he surprised me because exactly how you feel about him is how I felt about him. But last year was like, my, my mind is being changed. Game one, game five, game five was pivotal. That was just, to me, that at the time, I thought that was a series. Yeah, whoever wins this game five is going Philly going back home. They're going to send these and then boys they home. blew it in game six, and then they laid an egg in game seven, right. and that takes us right back to our initial feelings about James Harden that right. he is fool's gold. But you I mean, and Embiid, as as great as Embiid is, he disappeared I too. I, I, I wouldn't go. He did. He did disappear. But I wouldn't say he's fool's gold. I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm not calling Embiid fool's gold. Right. Harden is fool's gold. Harden benefited. From manipulate, he has a unique skill in manipulating the referees to get fifteen free throws per game. They still do it today. They are. He still, was the master. He of was it. the master of it. Absolutely. You know, I was never a fan of it. I hated watching him play ball. Especially, it made Houston you not want to watch. Them I didn't play. like watching that. But what I will say is that they do it today. Everybody does it. You know what I mean? Like I watched Dame Lillard game one. He's coming off the screens and just throwing shots up and finding himself at the free throw line because the rule is 
the guy's fighting over the screen. If he makes any kind of contact, even though the guy has no intention of making any kind, just fighting over a screen and you just stop and shoot the ball, you go into the free throw. Where These guys are manipulating the refs today. Where they get it from. <laughs> they got this it is. from the beard. They got it from James Harden. I'm just saying is that a lot of people do it. A lot of people are manipulating referees, screaming on shots where they're not getting touched. Yeah. Everybody does it. Was he one of the biggest offenders? Probably he's so. He's the biggest offender, <laughs> and he's the originator Listen, of it. He might have been the biggest offender, but he ain't the most successful offender anymore. He's not the most successful. <laughs> because Embiid might be the most successful now. Okay, yeah, that's fine. But Harden, Harden probably got 10 point, 10,000 points off of that <laughs> alone, off of manipulating the refs right, and getting right. to the line and then shooting a crazy amount of three-pointers. I, I mean, at the end of the day, what it comes down to is play ball. Play ball, bro. You tried to get over here. You play over ball. Here. Play if you believe in yourself the way that you seem to believe in yourself. If you go out there and you do work this year, Sixers get to the finals, you're gonna get your money. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it comes down to. If you believe in yourself the way that you say that you do, go out there and get the results and the money you follow. Crying, crying to get up out of there, you're just tarnishing your legacy even more. They win game one if Harden's there. You think so? I'm not they sure. They win their first game of the season. I don't think it's ever that there. easy. I don't think it's ever that easy. Cause like you can look at the Lakers and Phoenix the other night, and the thought process is, oh, Bill and, and, and Book was out. It's a close game. So if they were there, it's a blowout. Man. I don't believe that. It's, that's rarely the case. You know what I mean? Teams play up in those situations. Brian could have been out in that game, and the Lakers still could have won the game. Yeah, a lot of that has to do with scouting reports, too. When you find out two starters are out, it changes your whole game. And guys right? who – don't normally get shots or suddenly getting shots. And that they you don't have a scout make those on. shots on that particular day, it is what it is. Yeah, you don't have any counter for them because you ain't you, you didn't plan for them. Right. You treat them the same way you would treat them if Book and Bill was on the floor. And so I don't I don't believe I don't necessarily believe that because I believe that with in the Sixers case because the game was close. And I believe what hard or maybe Maxi doesn't get the touches he wouldn't maybe not touches he maybe got. not maybe Maggie not played a big part in them winning that being in that position maybe Ubre doesn't have the opportunity to have what he had a 25 or that game yeah he, he might not have 25 speaking of that is that another element to the Harden saga yeah. I heard Ubre and, and Harden don't get along over I believe Harden's ex-girlfriend is now Kelly Ubre's wife wow but I would say I would, I would assume heavy that investigative would be more. reporting. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would assume that would be more on Ubre having an issue with James than James having an issue with Ubre. Like you married to my ex, I ain't really I ain't, I'm pretty sure Harden got plenty of exes in the league. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure he ain't really tripping over that. Like I'm pretty sure Ubre would be the one to feel some type of way about. My my youth not yeah, my yeah, yeah, my yeah. not my now wife. So and I'm Uber ain't gonna hold more weight than hard. So I'm pretty sure he had to be cool with being in the same room as that man. Right. I, I, I saw that online. I'm like, oh man. Well, listen, you had the situation with the Lakers where uh Scotty Scotty Pippen's uh, son <laughs> is on a team with somebody that used to date his mom. Well, well Beasley. They, they were able to coexist, so <laughs> were they Scotty Pippen they, Junior? Ain't there no more. Listen, it wasn't because because uh, of that. It's because they <laughs> both was trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
if they both could play, they would still be Lakers. Yeah, Harden and Ubre are going to contribute significantly to the right and up I'm, to the Sixers. I don't think, I don't think him not hopping on the plane or him not showing the practice has anything to do with Kelly Ubre and his wife. I, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. It's solely about the money. Daryl Morey is quote unquote a liar. Listen, man, like I promised you. A max contract, and then I seen a dude out there that, ain't, that didn't look like a max contract. Yeah, I gotta renege. I'm sorry. Nah, I don't even think it's re reneging. I think it's reassessing, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I'm it, it reassessing your value. They what they probably did was, yo, we gonna give you this max deal, but then we saw you and more. He's like, yo, I still want to take care of you, my boy. You my let me you my you, guy. Let me give you this three year hundred million dollar deal instead of this four year two hundred. And then Harden storms out and goes to yeah. China. Well, you and, told and, me and, I was getting. Yeah, you know I mean that's probably. And you told and you told me you was gonna get us past the second round. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? When the the guy we traded you for when he was here, guess where we we got out in the second round? Right, right. You understand? It's, it's I, I didn't. I'm sure Maury didn't bring Harden in for a, a parallel promotion, right? Yeah, I mean, they they want to they want to get better, they want to improve, they want to get past this roadblock. That's they can't get by it. They've been getting their hearts broken in the second round for years now. I, I think, like I said, when it happened, if you was getting Houston James Harden, Texas was winning the chip, but you last got, year. Period. When oh. you got him, if you got Houston James, I was there at the playoff games when the first year when Harden came over, and he looked like a shell of himself. Last year, he actually looked better. He looked much better than he did in year one mm -hmm. with, with Philly. Year one in Philly, it was like, well, what did we sign up for? Yeah, it, it looked like it looked like Allen Iverson when they brought him back. Yeah, but Allen ain't had no expectations. <laughs> yeah, everybody was, to some, everybody some was happy to see AI. <laughs> it, was, it was just some asses in the seats. It wasn't about winning no chip. AI was so happy when he came back. And he, he, he kissed the Sixers logo on center court and everything. I was not. Oh, at the end of the second quarter at halftime, we are tied five. Two five, you would be up six five if you kept your damn phone off. I gotta change that alarm, man. It's life, man. Life be life. <laughs> life be life. <laughs> <laughs> life still happening while the show going on. I'm sorry. <laughs> life be life, bro. Facts, but you still lost a point. <laughs> We're heading into halftime. We'll be right back after these messages. Uh, this is Halftime, and Halftime is sponsored by, if you know, you know, Trivia Game. This is a trivia game uh, created by a great friend of mine and uh, friend to the show, Saquon Gallette. Uh, if you know, you know, is a 90s to 2020s hip-hop and R&B trivia game is created by Saquon Gillette. As I said, it's Star Corner Productions, Star Corner Games, and it's the game you never knew you needed. Guaranteed to have you singing, dancing, laughing, and reminiscing. You'll probably learn something, too, in the most fun way ever. It's for ages 13 and up, because, you know, with hip-hop, we have explicit <laughs> we have explicit lyrics. But, yeah, if you know, you know trivia game uh get it on amazon 
and wherever uh, games are sold. That is our halftime sponsor. And we are back. This is High IQ Basketball with Brian Isley and Raymond Bird. We are heading into quarter number three. Uh, the score is five to five. We are tied at five. Quarter number three, the NBA is in in some uh, hot water. They're investigating Harden, but the NBA is being investigated themselves. And it's concerning Ice Cube's big three, three-on-three basketball league. Uh, according to TMZ, uh, the NBA is under investigating under investigation for seemingly and allegedly uh, telling sponsors to withhold their partnerships with Ice Cube's Big Three League. Your thoughts? My biggest issue with it is that, I mean, everybody who's involved in the Big Three, with the exception of probably Ice Cube, are former NBA players. The coaches are... NBA players. You got you got Hall of Famers who are involved in this league. You got guys who are, you know, future Hall of Famers who are participating in the league. You got guys who've fallen on hard times who are, you know, being resurrected and get a chance to do something that they love once again right. in this league. And it's like, why would the NBA block that from being successful? You know, why would you do something that's going to hurt guys who have participated in what the NBA has currently become. And so why would you want to stop guys from, you know, getting a paycheck, guys from being able to do something that they love? You know, it doesn't make sense to me. And it it really doesn't feel like it's even uh, something that's a threat to the league. The guys who are participating in the big three are guys who are either trying to get back in the league, who are trying to, you know, put their skills on on display so they can get another chance to get back in the league, or Mm -hmm. guys who once played in league or past their heyday and would like to get like to still be at the display that they still can play basketball at a high level. Right. So it's like, why would you want to block that? Why would that seem, why would that appear to be a threat to you? Yeah, it's not. I, I think they should partner up. If anything, I don't think it's a threat at all. Number one, they don't even have the same schedule. They don't play at the same time. So it's not direct competition at all. The, the big three play in the summer. When the NBA is off, it provides more basketball for basketball craving fans who want to see basketball year round. It's a totally different format. It's not the same game. They play three on three. The NBA plays five on five. There's different elements to the big three that have nothing to do with the NBA at all. And, and, and like you said, there's ambassadors for the league, ambassadors for the NBA that are also employed by Ice Cube's big three. You would think it would benefit both parties to have some kind of partnership. Like we, uh, this from basketball is in general, right? The thing that makes basketball so popular is that even when the season's over, basketball is still at the forefront of all the headlines, right? Facts. In the offseason, you're talking about if someone's getting traded, even though we don't like to see guys complaining and forcing their way out, this hard thing is it, it forces you to talk about basketball, right? Mm-hmm. So you, if the big three is just an uh, extension of that, you're in the offseason and you're talking basketball. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people are just saying that maybe – because it's Ice Cube, maybe it got an issue because it's him. I don't know, because like you said, it's not a threat to what the NBA is. You know what I mean? And I, I don't feel like it's necessarily going to be something that's going to feed the NBA. I don't think you're going to get many guys who are 
in the big three that are just going to funnel. It's not going to be a funnel to guys showing their skill set and getting into the league, but it, it yeah. allows you to continue talking about basketball when basketball is not going on. Just another conversation to be had, that's, which is also just going to feed the league. That's talking ball all year round. It's just oh. going to feed the league. It allows you to compete with the NFL and baseball and so on and so forth. So why would you want to stunt your own growth? Why would you want to hurt guys who've contribute, contributed to what the league is today? Because that's all that it, the whole big three is all former NBA players. Right. All guys who have played in the league at a high level or guys who came and went in the league, but at some point in time contribute to what the NBA is. Yeah. Why would you want to stunt that? You would think that, I think that the NBA, uh, it said that also that the NBA held, holds back current players from playing in the big three. <clears throat> I understand With the exception that, of Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown played in the big three this year. I wonder if he was allowed to do it because he was in between in between contracts. Maybe he was in between him signing his new That's deal. So maybe he point. was was released to do maybe he wasn't under any obligations to not to anybody. It's for yeah. someone telling him he can't do something. Right, right, right. I wonder if it was before the big contract signing and he decided to suit up for Ice Cube. Yo, Ice Cube was so ecstatic when Jalen Brown actually showed up. But that's love. You coming out here, you ain't got to go crazy and put yourself in harm's way. Yeah, he you, did. He you, did the bare minimum. Right. You come out here and us being able to say that, like, it's like when AI is coaching, where AI came back for a game or two and found out he wasn't ready to do that. But just being able to say AI. I was there. It's going to be views. <laughs> People want to go see that, right? People yeah. love AI. You got these guys coaching on the sideline, you got these great players coaching. It the association with the league is going to help mm -hmm. that league. So why would you want? I get the NBA not wanting their stars playing in this league. And could you imagine if KD had played in a big three game and got hurt in a, and missed real NBA games? Yeah, you don't want to risk that. Okay, you don't want to risk that. But at the same time, these dudes are playing full run of uh, five on five runs at Rico Hines. They playing. At, uh, in in Jamal Crawford's summer right, league, right? You're right. You're right. They're playing in all these leagues over the summer, and it's being it's being televised. It's being shown on right. YouTube and you're stuff. Right. And people Brock are played it this summer real in crazy. the Drew League, real crazy this summer. And he really, I ain't gonna say he went crazy hard, but he hooped. He had Matter of fact, Chet he, got hurt in that game. Chet, Chet got hurt for the season in the Drew League. Right. So that's hypocritical to, for the NBA to say we don't want current players playing in the big three as opposed to we letting them play in these summer leagues. Maybe it's one of those type things where it's not benefiting who they wanted to benefit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Because like we've already established the big three is not a threat to the NBA at all. No one no. is going to tune into the big three over an NBA game ever. That's just not what's no. going to happen. So it's not a threat to the league. And it, all it does is contribute to basketball as a whole. You know, us talking basketball and the offseat, talking about the big three, talking about former NBA players, it only helps the league. So Yeah, and the NBA swears they're big on globalization, which they are, and, 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 and forwarding the progression of basketball. Not just the NBA, basketball they started the basketball africa league they got all these ventures with fiba they're 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 so big on growing the game why not help the big three grow their game too maybe it's one of those type things like with the uh nfl you see these little other leagues start up and they always 
they never contribute. They never try to help them. They never try. Even though the it, these leagues will actually benefit the NFL because you got these guys playing these leagues, and these guys actually do funnel to the NFL. These are most of these yeah. guys are guys who were in these major colleges that didn't make it to the NFL. Right. Now you got a chance to showcase your, your skills and get back to the league. It would actually help them. So it's like, why would I? It, it, I don't see why you. I can definitely to... see it in the NFL because the NFL doesn't have a a a developmental league right. under them. It, help, it, it would help them, but they still don't support it at all. So it's like maybe it's one of them type thing. Maybe it's one of them things where it's like if I didn't do it. If I'm not the one who created it, I don't want any parts in it. I don't want it to be successful. <laughs> we know people like that. <laughs> <laughs> you got chill, baby. If he, if he slide on you, yeah, I'm letting y'all shoot for one. I'll be his ass. You But yo, this is that. But I, I think that plays a part. Maybe it's one of those things where we 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 want to be the ones who create this. And if yeah. we ain't the ones who create it, if we ain't make it, if we ain't the ones who control what it looks like and what it is, we don't want no parts in it. We don't want it to be successful. Yeah, do, you, do you guys think it's Brian? I feel like you're thinking, I'm, I'm waiting to hear a theory coming out of you that's going to be, but do you think this is just an owner, uh, not owner, sorry, all the people that are at the very top, they're like, are, if we don't have a hand in it to that point, like we're not getting paid from that. Yeah. And I think it's because of, it's because of Cube. I think it, uh, Cube has been such a revolutionary and such a buck the system type of guy since his very introduction into our lives from the very beginning. F the police. Right. For off top, as a 16-year-old kid, F the police, you got the federal government sending you letters telling you to stop singing this song. So he's been anti-establishment from day one. So I think that plays a huge part in it. I agree, but like I said, it's it's some players that are in this league who are down and out, and this resurrects them. Yeah, word. You know what I mean? So why you want to want to stop that? Because if you're not doing, if you're not going to be the ones that's doing the resurrecting, and you, yeah. got, you got another funnel, you got something that that is really feeding into these guys being able to get them their lives back on track. Why would you want to hurt that? And especially when it's not, and maybe it's not putting money in your pocket. It's not also not taking money out of your pocket. It's not taking money out of the pocket at all. It's not a, it's not a threat. It's not a, it's not a hurdle. It's not an issue. It's not like, it's not the ABA. Right. It's not the ABA where, where the ABA posed for a couple of years, the ABA posed a threat because they provided a new and exciting brand of basketball that made the NBA at that time seem boring. It's not WCW and WWF. You ain't, ah. got, you ain't got to choose between the two. You know what I mean? You I like both, both of these. I did too. I was WCW. a WCW guy. Heavy. <laughs> Heavy. I was WCW. Yeah, I didn't watch WWF. I have no Hawking Maniac over here. <laughs> Word. Shout out to WCW. I'm, I'm sorry that we were on the losing <laughs> side. But yeah, I, I really do feel like they should feed into it. Like it, it's, it helps all parties. The only other question, though, because you mentioned an injury, someone that drew, right? That was playing. Um, yeah, Chad Holmgren. Chad Holmgren. Yeah. Well, is that just, they're just like, hey, you guys are like, we have to kind of cater this and you're going to injure, you know, be injured and then you're out for a season. Yeah. But like I said, though, like they still letting them play in the Drew. Oh, right. They they're still, still, they're letting, still letting them play. Them play. Right. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Any, ah, that's what I'm right. saying. Like maybe we, we was going back and forth about was Jalen in between contracts. It don't seem like it really mattered because dudes is under contract and they hooping at the Drew. 
And, and this is five on five. You really playing ball? This this three on three half court game. Well, well then I think then I would be mad even for the players. Like I mean, I know they're making lots of money, so it's like yeah, it's tough to be sad for them. But like also another way that an organization is trying to control their lives. Like they're right. not, but they're letting them, and then hypocritical about it. Let them right, play. right. Yeah, that's the wag part. The NBA gotta stop being hypocrites about it. If you don't want to let, you don't want your players to play in the summer. Don't put it in their contract where they can't play. And it's, shout out to Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan put that love of the game clause in his contract where he could play during the off season. How do you stop somebody from? Pre- Apparently they were. Craft. Apparently they were. Yo, I mean, I he had to that. put it in that con- He got to put that. it in his contract. But today, your argument being, I'm trying to get better. You know, I want to be a better basketball player, which benefits you. So this is how I become a better basketball player is actually playing basketball. So how do you say, all right, you guys can no longer play in the Drew League. You can't play in the big three. You don't want me to play on TV because I'm going hoop. It's, it's, it's other avenue. I'm going to go to that sports and I'm going to go for a rope. You got a ref peeking around the house <laughs> looking into the back basket of like his own house basketball court. <laughs> right, right. Nah, like, nah. You better not even try to pick that up. It is off season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you, you say, why Why would they tell him to stop playing in the summer? They tell him to stop playing during the season. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all stupid right now. If you ask me, that's why the NBA put in that policy. Well, you, that's why I don't like the Suns. The Suns are finding loopholes in that policy already because they got three stars so they can sit two. Oh, so you just have to have a star. A star has to be on the floor. If you got two stars, two bona fide superstars, they both can't sit out at the same time. The Suns got three. So they can sit book and they can sit Bill and KD, who's the only one on the squad who's exempt, is the one playing. But here's the thing with that. I mean, they could do whatever they want to do. It never been. I haven't seen anyone win by doing that. And you got your stars, and you set them out, and then you find yourself in you're the four seed when you could have been the one seed, and now your path is harder. And then you get knocked off, thinking that oh we go all we got to do is be healthy. Well, the dynamic of what that path looked like matter, right? So you better off just going out and playing, because guys. I mean, every time I seen somebody do it, look at the Clippers. Kawhi played 50 games because we're protecting him because we didn't even ready for when it's time for him to play at the highest level. Mm-hmm. And then when it's time for him to play at the highest level, he still gets hurt. So you you better off just putting yourself in the best possible situation it, it and let the chips wait, lay where they lay. Yeah, yeah, it worked one time. It worked in Toronto with Kawhi. He played 50 games that year. He played 50 games, but that also was a, a unique situation. You had a team, a culture already in place. They were a solid team with or without you. And you were the piece that was going to take us over the top. And I think he was actually, maybe actually injured at that point. You know what I mean? Like that was one of the things where it was like, you coming off of, like anybody, you coming off of ACL, we're yeah, going yeah. to treat you a certain kind of way. Yeah, but he told you, he, he was, he didn't play the entire year prior to that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't you know. know. And you say you, they already had a culture in place they traded part of that culture to get him. DeRozan, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, they, but you think, go back and look at that team, the games that Kawhi didn't play in, I'm pretty sure they had a winning record. They, Yeah, 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 yeah. They were a solid basketball That's team. That's true. They were playing good basketball overall. They weren't going to win a chip without Kawhi by no means. But, you know, I guess they were, were definitely in a position where they could sit him and keep their head above water. So this quarter is about the end. We got 30 seconds left. So... We're in agreement. 
we're, I think we're all in agreement here that the NBA is tripping. They tripping. Like you, you, you're not just hurting Cube. You're you're hurting these former players. Like people are getting a paycheck from it. People are getting being employed by the big three. People are resurrecting their careers. Their love of basketball is being renewed by being able to play in the big three. So why would you want to stop that? At the very least, like your former players who have contributed to what the NBA currently is are making a living and getting to do something that they love again. Why would you want to stop that? Why would you want to impede that from growing? Q, we shout you out, Q. Big three, we shout you out. Um, we want, we need uh, we need press passes. I need merch. I need merch, try all out. that. You need to try. <laughs> I need to try out. <laughs> Man, you, man, you get smoked <laughs> in the big three. Yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not agreeing with that. <laughs> Go ahead to agree. What, what, do we, what do we say in the beginning of the show? Facts, facts are facts. facts. <laughs> you get smoked in the big three. Whew, we are heading into the fourth quarter. It is crunch time. We still tied seven to seven. I owned that quarter. Neil, I own that. You did not. Neil, Neil, think about how I led led off with the the, the former players being employed at their their love of the game being renewed. That is the basis of the whole, everything we all talked about was along those lines. But I took it back to why Cube has been ostracized and alienated from day one from his NWA roots. That's a fantastic I I kept it on the point of the actual lead. It was about the league being I mean, about it's what his league. Talking. It was about the league. It's and his league. It's Ice Cube's league. How I, I emphasize how the players, how the former, the AIs, the stacks, and all these guys being playing in his league, like it's benefiting them. I, I, I'm I feel like there was nine, like a lot. Nine six. Sorry. That's where I was thinking it should be. <laughs> you bugging, bro. You got it. Yo, you got to chill, bro. Yo, let me. Uh, I, I ain't get to speak on the uh, the AI when AI was at the. He was he was supposed to be the face of the league, and he was supposed to play when the big three was he's at done. Philly. He played one game. He, he, he did not. He did not play at all. That, that I thought he played. He played. I thought he played. He played in Brooklyn when it, the the initial the first ever big three games. It was at Barclays. It was in Brooklyn. He played in that. He was supposed to play in, in Philly. We get there. We're part of the media. We supposed to interview him pregame, postgame. He didn't. He showed up late. It was packed in there too. Sold out. He showed up late. We got word last minute that he wasn't going to play, and he wasn't going to take any questions. Listen, I think AI realized I'm not just done from being an NBA player. I'm done from being a (laughs) basketball player. AI, right now, I see clips of AI. AI don't look like a hooper. Sometimes people still look like hoopers. Yeah, AI don't look like a hooper. He no. would have got smoked in a big dick. Yeah, yeah. He AI, AI was like, I'm protecting yo, my legacy. Because because ISO Joe and, and, and Cat and listen, they baby, was not playing around. Yo, like, baby. yo, like AI would have been. He would have hurt his legacy from playing. I think he realized that. Like Nate, AI would have been out there getting smoked. Yeah, word. Winston's extended box, <laughs> extended clip. <laughs> like yo, AI, I want to give him a point just on that. That's hilarious. That's pretty AI, funny. That's what it was, and he made a good decision. He made what, what he said was a business decision. Like somebody coming through the lane, but to put one, in, it's a business decision. Like that boy, do what he got to do. Yeah. 
we're heading into the fourth quarter. And the fourth quarter topic is LeBron James versus Father Time. Uh, he's in year 21. He'll be 39 years old in December. And is he's on a minutes restriction, but that was thrown out of the window in the fourth quarter of game two against Phoenix. How long does LeBron James have left in the tank? I think um, it depends. I think currently how the Lakers are constructed, it still starts and ends with him, right? We, we, we all went 80 to turn into the face of the franchise, but at the end of the day, it is still LeBron James. He'll never turn into the face of the franchise. And with that being said, uh, in the role that he currently is in, I would say two, three years playing at a high level because I would assume LeBron is not going to allow himself to go out like Mike. <laughs> so, but if LeBron could have found himself in a situation, maybe he was with a team and there was an immense amount of time. Maybe he's in Golden State with Curry and Clay, where it was an ideal situation. Mm-hmm. LeBron could play forever. LeBron could be your four. He can set the screen. He can come on. Like, he can play that role, and he can last for four or five years still playing effective basketball. But currently where he's at in this position, like, at the very least, he's the second option. And on many nights, he might be the first option. He's still got to close games, so on and so forth. So playing in this role two maybe three years but you know i think even with me saying that lebron's different you know what i mean we we gauging what he can and can't do off a, a scale that doesn't really exist we never seen a guy because it's his scale right we never seen a guy play this well at this level for this long we've never seen that before we never we never had. seen a guy be this good for what what, what Hove saying this song never seen nobody be this good for this long i was just going to make the whole analogy we don't compare lebron james to his contemporaries we compare lebron james to lebron james and mike right we don't we'll compare we'll compare hove to nobody else but the the work hove put out previously right that's the only way we measure them up is based off their previous work. But in LeBron's case, it's either we measure him up against his previous work and MJ. And and that's it. Uh, I think LeBron in his current role, I think LeBron lasts another three or four years. But I've been saying LeBron James is going to last another three or four years, three or four years ago. Right. Every 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 three or four years, we gotta reevaluate it. It's like, damn, is he ever gonna stop? Is he is he trying is he trying to get a pension from the NBA? Like, is he trying to play? Th- if he is he trying to do a thirty piece? It, it looks like he's trying to do a thirty piece. It looks right. like he's trying to be the first ever player to play thirty years in the league and have all the records so far out of reach that they'll never be broken. Right. And, and the the crazy thing is is that. We the bar is so still so high. Mm-hmm. Like the bar for LeBron James is the same that it was when he was his first go around in Cleveland, his stint with Miami. The expectations are championship or bust. It is you. It don't matter who you're matched up against. If you lose your matchup, like we looking at you crazy. Like we looked, we took it as a disrespect. Like oh my God, LeBron James is ranked. Was he ranked number nine? On, yeah. the, on the NBA list, like, oh, my, that's a disrespect, right? You know what I mean? But is it really? It's really actually playing a hobby. Like, he is in year 20, 38, was he 38, 39? Year 21, 38 years old. 38 years old, 
and he's still ranked. He's still ranked he's still in the ranked. top ten in the league. He averaged twenty nine a game last year. He was all league last year, all league. There are guys in the league who have never Hall of Famers who have two or three all leagues underneath their belt. And at thirty eight years old, he was all league man. Like it's a different scale for what this dude is. It's a different scale. Well, we got a question from a friend of the show, uh, TJ Samuel, uh, bonafide Brian hater. <laughs> Stamped. <laughs> Stamped. <laughs> Let me tell Stamped you, before Brian I get into his question, let me tell you how much of a hater this guy is to Brian. TJ Samuel was a Lakers fan. Until LeBron James signed with the Lakers. Once LeBron signed with the Lakers, he was no longer a Lakers fan. That's how much he loves this guy. And he is a whoever he thinks can beat the Lakers. That's who he becomes a fan. Of. He's a fan. He's been a Clippers fan, a Brooklyn. He's fan. been a Brooklyn fan, and now he's a Suns fan. Yep, that's crazy. How one person can make you switch teams three, four times as a grown. You know, when you get once you get past a certain age, right? Ain't no switching teams. You know what I mean? Once you become a grown up, you know you don't get you don't get the, when you're a kid. You could like whoever you a kid. You could like whoever you want. My son liked my son like whoever I like. And maybe whenever he'll become a grown up, he'll yeah. like somebody yeah, else, yeah, right? Yeah. TJ is forty and some chain. You can't be <laughs> hopping around from team to team no more. You're a grown up, and it's annual at this point. <laughs> Jerseys in the closet, all that fitted. <laughs> it's a yearly thing at this point. But his question is: How many steps has LeBron James lost over over the years? Again, it's a different scale. So, I mean, Le- LeBron's first step when he started in the league was ridiculous. For him to be that big and to have that step is crazy. Go back go back and look at the highlights. LeBron's first step getting to the cup is ridiculous. It was bar none. Right. So, I would say, I would say probably two. Probably two. But compared to other people in the league, maybe a half or one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ridiculous. But it's LeBron's first step we're going off. So, it's yeah. probably... Too, because Bron still right now can get to the cup. Here's, I, I think he, he, I think he's lost a couple steps, maybe three, because you just alluded to his incredible first step. It's one of the best we've ever seen in league history. That first step didn't need a screen to get him going downhill. Fact. In year twenty-one, at age thirty-eight, going on thirty-nine, he most certainly needs a starter screen from one of his bigs, from AD or, or Christian Wood or somebody else or whoever, to get a running head start to get to the rim. But once that running head starts, he can't be stopped. He's still going to the get into the rim. Here's another reason why I think he's lost a couple steps, maybe three. Once he blew by somebody with his first step in his prime, it was hammer time. Now it's a layup. I mean... Uh, that clip we're gonna go to at some point. That's that was off of one leg. You know that, right? That wasn't two leg jump. That was a one leg jump. One leg. Jump. So his one leg jump is still as good as anybody in the league. He's like, the greatest he's still, one leg dunker of all time. Brian is still getting to the top of the box. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's just is that that's not. I don't think that's about step because the athleticism is still at a high level. So I think he can still. If I, I think he be making. That's business crazy. decisions.
That's I think great. he makes business decisions. Like, yeah. I ain't trying to get hurt. I think he can turn that thing over anytime he wants. Okay. He's the, that's one leg. That is, I had a chance to see that thing coming, and I got a hit. That wasn't two-leg jump. That's a one-leg jump. Right. So his one-leg jump is still it's wild still crazy. One le- his one-leg jump is the greatest we've ever seen. But you, <laughs> he lost a step because— Because he can't get to the—he can't get to the—he ba- can't get to the launch pad as quickly as exactly. he used to. So, exactly. so it's not about the bounce. The bounce is there. If he if he got a clear lane, there. if he can get to the launch pad, the launch is he can still get that thing and throw it down. Well, you just it's said, just he can't get to the launch pad as quickly and his opportunity to explode ain't there no more. And you also said it's a business decision. <laughs> there were no business decisions in his prime. I'm no, dunking on you. I agree with that. So the fact that there's a business decision now indicates that he's lost a step or two. He, de- he definitely lost a step, and we we ain't arguing that. Right, 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 right. Not arguing, I'm just saying. he It, it, it goes through his mind now. It's a business decision. I mean, this layup is worth two points just like that dunk is. Right. I, I, but a little off topic, I mean, he, he has fallen down. Like LeBron James, like I, I think we started the year, I said, yo, is, is it going to be LeBron or is word. it going to be LeBron? Yeah, it worked. You know what I mean? So... LeBron is nowhere near what he was at his prime, but he is still better than most of these dudes in the league. And that kind of shows you with that gradual, like we was talking about Bron versus Mike, right? If you thought Mike was a, a 10 at his peak and maybe Bron was only a 9.8 to you, mm-hmm. Bron is still a nine. He in year 21 and Bron is still a nine and change. Like Bron is still one of the best basketball players in the league when mike was in washington that was not the case he was not a physical specimen mike is bron is because different. he had those cigars and teeters on deck <laughs> he said you said tang eyes <laughs> tang tang, tang eyes. He, his eyes he said crazy. he had a bottle of mad dog <laughs> in his lap <laughs> that was the problem to, to his credit in his last season i think he played 82 games he, like he played 82 i mean all right Facts is facts, right? That's what we facts is facts. pride we ourselves facts on. Like, it was do. 20 points a game on a bad team. Like, we talked about how many <laughs> players we've seen on bad teams be to put up numbers. Kobe put up numbers on a bad team. Kobe put up 60 in his last game of his career, right? Kobe and didn't it, even put numbers up on a bad team. He averaged 17 a game, and they won 17 games. And it was games. on a bad team. He wasn't... On, on a good team, Kobe wasn't averaging 17 in game because he wasn't built like that anymore. LeBron is averaging 29 on a team that's going to the conference final. Yeah, there's He level. is averaging 29 on a team that you walk into the season thinking that they got a chance to win it all. Yeah. That is, the stakes are different. Playing in the playoffs is different to be able to do that. Game game four, they got swept. They lost the game. Brown went for, what are you going to go for, 40? 40. He looked like the best player on the floor. Word. 38 years old, all those my my Brian got more my in the playoffs. Like we talking about, I'm a Brian fan, so I'm I'm a I'm, I really know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, right? you get a little ramped up. You get a little ramped up over Brian, there. Brian, we talking about how many points he all time leading scorer, right? Yeah. In basketball, they don't count your playoff numbers in your regular they don't season. Combine they separate them. them they right? separate them. Brian got what do you got? What do you got? Like. He got the most playoff points ever. I forget the That's exact facts. number, That's but facts. it's it's a gap there too. Yeah, like if you throw his playoff numbers and his regular season numbers together, it's, it, it would get real disrespectful out here. It is already disrespectful out here. He's go, he's going to end his career with forty five thousand regular season points. Listen, like 
LeBron, I think this year he has a chance to become the all-time leading scorer in basketball Ever. history. Ever. Not the With history. Everybody. I'm talking about, you know how sometimes you got you the leading scorer in college basketball be the kid that played D3 ball yeah. somewhere where he scored 100 points because he playing against kids that's in playing D3 ball, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus the kid playing D1 ball. You never regard them the same, right? right. LeBron James has the opportunity to be the all-time leading scorer in basketball history. Anybody yeah. who's ever played basketball yeah. at any NBA, level, FIBA, anywhere. China. You know what I everywhere. mean? Everywhere. So everywhere. This dude is different. The scale that we gauge him on, the, the, the people that we are trying to compare him to, it's just different. At this level, at where he's at currently in his career, we still hold him to a level of excellence like yo Brian if you don't bring the if you don't win the chip if you're not the reason y'all win the chip yeah. we're gonna look at you wrong yeah fact had to say TJ Summil stop asking dumbass questions <laughs> on high IQ basketball it's a high IQ show yo I need TJ to come in and TJ gonna get a uh we gonna give him a stool because he ain't earn, he ain't, he ain't at the the, no, the, no. the I, he ain't at the basketball IQ level got, enough to get a, a uh, pretty uh, laid back. Like, okay, you can't get a couch. You gotta you hold your mic. We gonna give you a mic. You gotta hold. <laughs> and we gonna we and since it's high IQ and we smart, we gonna give you a dunce cat. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that's my guy though. Uh, Look at, look at that score. Look at that score. Look at that score. It's no, it's 22 16 me. I smoked this guy. Wait, hold up. I'm not done. Hold on. I realized I was doing this one on like I was like, why am I doing one point? You should just yeah. Because you know, hey, we're, hold on. Wait a second. No, no, no. Hold on. I'm not done. I'm changing rays now. I, I, I dominated that round. Baby. Yeah. Bugsy, I let you talk. I let you go. I dominated the I, round. I you go, You're not gonna be happy when I change my celebration. Yeah, I gotta put my backpack on and throw Brian in there. Bang. Like my like my little Oh, my, and I screenshot yeah. it right through as you changed like it. Like my other <laughs> Yes. That's fine. That's 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 my guy. I'm this happy you finally got one. I be sometimes I do I pull my the inside of my pocket out make you walk around hold you. <laughs> like my little young boy. <laughs> you out here tripping bro. You you want you want to change it to high IQ boxing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to Based on your record in front of Hanks, <laughs> I don't know if you want to go that route. Shout out to Luther Terry. <laughs> nice, we'll just boy. leave it at that. <laughs> I want to get into the off topic. Uh, it's OT time, and it's this list going around. Oh, uh, first date no nos. Yo, listen, I've been asking people about that, females about that. Okay. And all the females I spoke to, like, I, I I think it's just the caliber of female you mess with. Like, because there's females I've spoken to that, yeah, I'll go there. I mean, I'm going to say me and my wife's first date was we went to the movies. Cherry Hill went to the movies to go see, I forget what we went to, some uh, Denzel movie. We went to the movies. That was one of my go-to. When I, when that was was huh? that our a double date? Nah, it wasn't. We was dolo. We, we went to. We went to. We might have went we to. Went to go, we went to go see a Denzel movie. We saw uh, Book of Eli together. Not. It was. This was something. This was the, this, that other movie. Who was like a cop? I forget. Some Spanish John was in there with him. I feel what it's called. <laughs> out of out of time or something like that. Something like that. Me and I remember we went to go see that John. Yeah. I, I, I and God, obviously this was back in the day, so maybe things have changed. But mm-hmm. I, I've asked females, different females, this exact question. And some of them 
was like, yeah, Cheesecake Factory is cool. I don't want to go to Applebee's or nothing like that, but Cheesecake is cool. A movie date is cool. You know what I mean? So I think females are still cool. I think it's just the caliber of female you messing with. Like, if you in that that different lane and you messing with a different type of female, she going to frown upon going to these chain restaurants. You're going to have to take her to Eddie V's or Capital or something like that. It's just a matter of the caliber of female you messing with. <laughs> no. <laughs> And then you I mean, it's your choice. Out your mind, bro. Like, are you are you kidding me? Not spending a small fortune. <laughs> well, what, like, what are we talking about here? This is this is a first date. I I've I've been on I've been on first dates where I, I went to the, I went to a girl's house and we watched Love and Basketball. That's never happening. That's, that's never happening today. That's dead. <laughs> that's dead. That's never happening today. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna, Listen, answer that question. If I was in these, if I was in these streets, obviously I'm married. But yeah. if I was in these streets, right? <laughs> and I and I bet met a little badge on, I'm taking it to Eddie V's capital. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to put myself in position to win. So I'm definitely taking it there. All right, well, that's why you you <laughs> and I'm me, because I'll be damned. I like money. I'm not, I'm not like that's and then you know, it's a it, it's always a gamble, right? Like so, what what are, what are we really talking about here? Are we talking about getting to know each other better? Or are we talking about seeing if we link? Because that doesn't take a whole lot of money to do that. It doesn't take a whole lot of money to see if we vibe, to see if we're having a good time together, to see if we like each other. Well, hold, if, hold, if, hold. If, if her liking me is based on how much I spend, we're starting off on a wrong foot. See you, 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 all your information, and you, you, you get. You got to lead up to that, right? Before y'all get to this first date, y'all done knew y'all done known each other for a little bit of time, right? At least a couple of days. Y'all done had a couple couple nah, conversations. Yeah, it's 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 you bag a joint, right? You get her number. You meet her on Monday. You decide we going out on Friday. You got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Y'all done had a conversation or two on the phone, right? Y'all first conversation ain't gonna be on this first date, right? So you get a chance to get a vibe right there. You get a chance to make your decision of that's if true. I'm taking you wherever this place that you feel like you should be taken to. If you were true, it. and there's been conversations that I had that led up to no date at all. Facts, but you, <laughs> but I'm just saying you get that. Very rarely do you meet somebody on Monday and y'all going out Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think you know it's been embedded in me too to you know what I mean just just to hold on to to money because I've been married, been married for, for 17 years. My wife's very frugal. Right. So I think I, I, I'm at that point now where it's just like, it's, it's, it sounds crazy to spend a ton of money on anything anyway for me. So right. uh, like a, a first, uh, I, I see these people talking about, oh, that's, that's unacceptable. You see this long list of places where it is unacceptable to take somebody on a first date. They can't go bowling, can't go to the movies, but can't the, go to Cheesecake Factory, the can't go to- discrepancy ain't really crazy though. Cause the price is, is up across the board. If you go to Red Lobster, right? You spend it a hundred. You go to Eddie V's or Capital, one of these upscale places, what are you spending? Two, 250, 300? You spending more- That is but triple. You're spending more, but it's not like you're spending a thousand versus you spending a hundred. My boy, you're in the ballpark. That is, you can you can tell my man's just getting to it because <laughs> he don't give a damn if you spending triple on one day as opposed to going to, Neil, it, Neil, to another day. Neil, 
It's, it, I'm talking about you want Neil. Let's get let's get let's get let's get, let's get a time. Let's get a time. Stop trying triple. to manipulate. I'm not Neil. trying to manipulate Neil. Uh, Neil's a Neil, grown ass man. You had a bad one. She's beautiful, and you looking at you like yo. I want that. She's beautiful, and you know she's up. So soon, soon you saw her. You knew you knew what type of time she was on. She's beautiful. She comes from it. You know that you need to impress her. You know Applebee's ain't gonna get it done. Where are you taking her? You in you in Philly. So where you you take you where are you taking her, Neil? I got a sense, but hold on. But yes, okay. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I would, but <laughs> she's beautiful. You I'm taking her somewhere right. upscale. Like, especially if she felt like if, if it was if I got the sense that she was from it. But I will say in in yes, I will give you that. I will give you that point. I will say though, it does come down to whatever I said leading up to that date. If if I'm getting a sense that she's cooler past the physical shit, like you know what I mean. Then I don't know. I might I might fuck with her head a little bit. But your like, first date is your first date. Yeah, true. I know there's so much day. pressure. You're right. Listen, after I would we try meet, to do something respect. You bad, I'm gonna take you yeah. somewhere upscale. And once we get the vibe, we done had a good time. Right. We found out we like each other. Now we can we cool now. We can go to yeah. the movies. But that first date is I'm trying to impress you, right? And especially if she's beautiful, mm-hmm. you definitely gonna want to impress her, right? You gonna spend that money, yeah. you're gonna make that investment. Yeah, you're not wrong. She better like me for me. <laughs> I don't give a damn what y'all talking about. I, see, that's... <laughs> and, and my formula has worked out. <laughs> Listen, man, I've done all... I've done the upscale. I've taken Jones on ice cream dates. I didn't do did all that. I'm just telling you, you made a badge on it. And you looking at her like, yo, she's a... That's a nine and change. You ain't going to have no problem taking her to this upscale restaurant. All right, then, then you make that first impression and then, you know, things get, things advance and things get serious you, and you go to the crib and, and, and the crib ain't, ain't got the standards of where you took her to the first day. The crib is trash. You, you on, on the outside, you look great and all that, but on the inside, you, you know what I mean? Like, we all been there. We all Listen, seen that where we, where some, we put some, we put some. someone on a pedestal and it turns out that they don't deserve that pedestal pedestal at all they don't even deserve a footstool listen you absolutely right there's gonna be times when you 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 and you can't get that money back you meet this beautiful woman and on the outside she presents herself as one thing and then later on you find out uh, yo you had me taking you here when you really you used to applebee's you know what i mean yeah that's your regular but you saw me and had me treat you i dig what you could have got the dollar reader and got (laughs) the same place you would have if you would have took her to capital but you don't know when you don't know. And, and for the most part, I'm going to say you kind of get the vibe. Like, you you meet a beautiful woman, and you can get a vibe from what, what, what she on. And you know off the top where you need to take her to. Some joint that you can meet, and you know they're going to be cool with cheesecake. Some girls are going to appreciate cheesecake. Word. Then some, some females is not. Well, the hell with them. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Who the hell do you think you are? It's ridiculous, bro. The list ain't wild crazy. Like I'm not, I'm not taking no, nobody out. I don't care who I meet. We're not going out to Applebee's, right? I'm not taking nobody yeah. to Applebee's. Cheesecake. I don't, me personally, I don't like Cheesecake Factory, but you know, that's it's not overrated. a bad place. That's not a bad place to start. It's overrated. You know what I mean? It's, there's girls I would, I can see be meeting and taking the cheesecake, and I know it would be fine. But if I'm meeting somebody and she is, I guess it maybe is where you meet them at. Mm. Where you where you where this first encounter took place. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I can't. It's a lot of things that go into play where you making that decision on what that first date yeah. look like. Because there are females where you you meet them and y'all vibe might be off the top. That first conversation might let you know, yo, I'm in the movies. You in the movies? Yo, this new movie coming out. I can take you to the movies, and yeah, we right. we both cool with Word. it. But then there's some females where you know that you got to kick it up or not. I might drop $150 at the movies. Like, right. if, you, if you were trying right. to impress somebody, like, you could right. get anything you wanted here. Remember that meme back in there? She was like, he got money when he got the large popcorn. <laughs> he got the, the large popcorn. <laughs> Yo, you definitely spending the grip at the movie theater. I, I, I'm not arguing that. But 150 ain't 300 Listen, the standard... The 300 standard is double. The standard is what it is. And I, and I know you saying what you wouldn't do. And maybe you're looking from, from the eyes of a married man. But if you was yeah. in these streets and you met someone you thought was beautiful and she was bad, I guarantee you will find yourself at one of these upscale restaurants on that first date making that decision. You would be spending that bread. You would. You would. You are a man. And... I, and, 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 and <clears throat> Our number one goal when we wake out of bed is we controlled by this one thing. And I'm telling you, we are controlled by one thing. And you would make that decision, especially if she was bad. If you walked out of that situation, golly, I need that. There's loopholes around that. It's called a hand. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not a loophole. It's not a loophole. It is not a loophole, man. Right yeah. here. I finally found it. Bing was giving me some weird search. A lot of those places on there's places I'm not I'm not these are places you you y'all have to agree to bowling. She has to be in the bowling for you to take a bowling. A sporting event, I don't think that's a bad, I think that's a high that's a that's a high level date. I am you spending more money on a sporting event than you are at any of these high-end restaurants. So why that is on there is crazy. But but that also plays into you know what I mean? Can you really get to know somebody at a sporting event? I agree with Wingstop. Wingstop trash. Wingstop is wild. Trash. <laughs> yeah, that's but... weird out of the gate. I don't know what. Listen, chain restaurants. I will say, right? Again, not against the point, but like I will. I, I there's like I saw a lot of chain restaurants. Typically, I wouldn't do a chain even on like a humble first date. You can get like an Italian dinner at a nice little spot for nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the yeah, same. It's word, not gonna be word. so, but. I get some of Wingstop is nuts. Oh, oh bro. Uh, yeah, Wingstop is wild. <laughs> that is Red Lobster's That's cliche. crazy. You look bad going to Red Lobster because it's cliche. Hold on. They, you said you went on ice cream dates, right? I have. <laughs> Strike one, It's my boy. on it. It's on there. But what I'm saying is that's a vibe thing. You done met her. Y'all done got a vibe. It's not going to be our only date. I'm going to take you over here real quick just so we can have a little conversation. Church, you know is, I mean? church is wild. Churches is super crazy. That's church is wild. The gym is wild. Y'all, who, who's doing this stuff out here? I don't know. What's that? Buffets are super... I would never I, I would never do a buffet. It's super trash. That's insane. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of these places... I mean, Starbucks, I think you could take a joint Starbucks. You can. Again, that's all about the vibe. Y'all got a vibe already, and we just sitting out having a conversation. It's about us talking. We're gonna have another date. Y'all already established that we're gonna have another date after this. This ain't really our first date. We just want to have an opportunity to really rap with each other. Yeah. And it, and I don't know why they got sport event on it. I think that's a, that's sport that would be a dope, dope date. If you yeah, met somebody you and say box, like you yo, can, yeah, you can do a whole thing. We going if I tell you we going to an Eagles or a Sixers game. 
I really rock with you. Yeah, word. Yo, like, right. I rock with you more than I rock with you if I took you to Capitol Grill or something like that. Because I'm spending, I'm really spending a bag if we go to a Definitely. You could really spend a stack yeah. between because you're not, two tickets. You're not, take, you're, not taking the, you're not taking nobody on a date and taking them up in the bleeds. You're not right. doing I'm that. I'm taking, I'm taking, we lower beats. level. We in the 100s. Word. And I'm spending three to 400 a ticket. You throw fees in there. I'm at 800 to a yeah. stack. Parking. You going parking. Then you going, you going to want something to eat. You going to want something I'm to eat. I'm at a stack. If I take you to a sporting event, that's because I want to go. I know you've established, you've established, you've expressed to me that you like sports as well. Okay, yeah, we're, and, we got to establish that because and, taking somebody to a sporting event, assuming they're going to enjoy it when they don't like sports, is wild crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one on there I see that shouldn't be a uh, cheesecake ain't bad. There's there's cheap. Listen, a lot of y'all showing up to these dates in your sheen fashion over outfits that cost you twenty dollars, <laughs> and y'all complaining about going to cheesecake. Y'all wild crazy. <laughs> y'all, if you got a sheen set on, you should be at cheap. You should be at any of these twenty eight places, and y'all should be humble and go there. Y'all bugging. Females got yo. Females got a wild cheat code. Like men. It's like you gotta you you gotta present yourself a certain way, right? Part of that how you present yourself is what you have, right? That's one of our boxes that females check off. Well, as men, what do you do and how much you make? Right. When men, I don't care if, if I'm a billionaire, I could go through McDonald's drive-through, see who I think is the be most beautiful woman in the world at the drive-through, and she might not be the one. But she'll have an opportunity. She'll have an opportunity to present her case. To change her entire life. Women can see who they think is the most handsome dude ever. And he could be at Walmart working. And he's checked off. You're, you're, I can't even entertain he, you. He, you're he, nice looking, he, but. He a, he a goofy. <laughs> right. he, he a loser. And he ain't got a shot in hell. Right. We we make our decision with our eyes. Yeah. What will we like? You know what I mean? Females make their decision men, based upon men, what can men, be done for them. Men are visual, logical. Women are more practical, right? Emotional, right? I agree. Because if you got a sheen, but this list is wild. Y'all need to cut y'all. Y'all need to stop. got sheen fits on. If you got sheen fashion over on that first date, you need to be cool with any twenty eight of these dates. Yo, you could tell in the pic she ain't even like the ball to begin with. So she was looking for something to go and on. She ain't even like that. Like you ain't even like that. You should have been happy to oh, walk. Let's not do this. <laughs> we don't want to do this part. But yeah. he tried to get us canceled. The, the cheesecake <laughs> and be humble. Well, here's the thing. This is the, what didn't make sense for the list. And obviously, this is just clickbait. You know, this, this stuff gets just wants to be tossed around the internet, and everyone, gets, you know, chime in. And that's the point. But what anyone's like, I would never just take you to one thing. Like, wait. I'm just going to Waffle House with you and then we're leaving from there and going home. No one does. That's crazy right, to me. Right. It's like, no, we'll go get something to eat. We can go get a drink. We can go bowl. Like, after, like I usually, if I'm doing the little thing, it's anyway, that's why I think Russell it's ridiculous. Wilson just took Sierra to Waffle House. She said that was one of her favorite, but you also, you can't compare that. That's his wife. <laughs> if she said, if she, if she said that the ice cream stand was her favorite place and he, he bought that joint out, that would be dope yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's dope. his joint. He closed the whole joint down. That's different. Right, I right. Understand. Yeah, it's still Waffle House at the end of the day. A bar for just drinks? That is a, that's, that's a first date <laughs> thing, right? That's a vibe. That's a vibe That's thing. a first date thing, right? Like, I just met you. I, Yo, I, you want to meet at this bar and we can have drinks? And drinks ain't cheap. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs>
Yeah, I love that. Man. <laughs> Unless you go to Applebee's and get the dollar, <laughs> get the dollarita. You get the dollarita. Now your now your guts bubbling. Don't nobody want to do nothing afterwards. Yeah, they bugging, man. Straight bugging. But thanks for thanks for your input, Neil. Sorry, <laughs> appreciate that, man. Nah, man, you good, man. We appreciate the input. Uh, this has been High IQ Basketball Episode Three. Continue to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Continue to hit that notification so that you're aware of when we air. Shout out to my man Raymond Burr. He won today. Per usual official score is one. Congratulations. 101, not 2 1. I seen you had it up, Neil. I seen that in the background. One of John's congratulations is one the, win the, for the, Brian, one win for me, and a tie. That's cap. That's facts. Anybody can go back and look at the episodes, <laughs> they'll see that information. It's can I close out the show? Can I close out the I'm show, my saying, boy? I want to establish this because you be running with these false narratives. False narratives. We just established that we love facts. I'm not going to run around with no false narrative. Listen, go if ahead, we love close facts. the show out, man. Close the show out, man. Yo, um, <laughs> let's get that merch. This guy over. crazy, get that, get bro. Merch over. I'm a Lars hoodie. Oh, for Grinder Star. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Grinder Star, uh, one of our official sponsors. We appreciate your support and your love. Yeah, and he's a he's a he's a large hoodie, and I'm a double XL. For shut the hell up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I should know. What, I know the amusement be going plenty Popeyes dates. Oh man, now all of us have tapeworm. <laughs> for Brian Isley and Raymond Burr and Super Producer Neil, thank you for tuning in. We see you guys on the next episode. Peace. The old saying goes if you don't work, you don't eat. But as a new saying for the new generation, you either grind or starve. Established in 2015, Grind to Starve Apparel has become the premier fashion brand for today's hustlers, entrepreneurs, and CEOs in the making. The online store provides groundbreaking styles and innovative designs for today's go-getters, proving that you can grind and look good at the same time. Grinder Starve has several collections to choose from. The new GOS Luxury, Designer, Location Apparel, Rep Your City to the Fullest, Fitness, Barber Edition, Stylist Edition, and Baker's Edition. Go to gosapparel.com the next time you need a hoodie, polo, G-shirts, bags, all made with the best quality materials. Grinder Star, the choice is yours. Go to gosapparel.com. Aha. Uh-huh. I'ma have to tie up my Nikes for this one. I'ma go for like a, like a quadruple double. Playing a game to win, and greatness come from within. The only time you lose if you only never begin. Gotta be like the shoes and just do it. The clock is winding down, so now shoot it. If fortune favors the bold, that's why I keep on just winning. If timing is just the essence, then I'ma keep on just spending. I'm worth a couple of bucks. Shout out to Ante the Kumpa. Dropping in Bebo facts that's seeping into your blue buds. Advising like Tony Kuko. Dream getting into it mucho. Directing all these plays like my name was Tony Russo. Balling, that's how we do so. I'm going in for the win. 
penetrate the lane like be way back in 2010 I'm stomping straight in my Tims, the basics just like I'm Tim I'm dunking on you haters, a poster is where you live It's magic all in my wrist, that curry we going swish It's showtime like the 80s basketball is where we live I'm highly gifted and skilled, I'm going in for the kill The game is on the line, remember, ayo, hey, what's the deal? Pass it to Brian Osley, I bet he probably surprised me High IQ basketball is just showing it's not a hobby Playing the game to win, and greatness come from within The only time you lose, the only never begin Gotta be like the shoes and just do it The clock is winding down, so now shoot it We playing the game to win, and greatness come from within The only time you lose, the only never begin Gotta be like the shoes and just do it The clock is winding down, so This has been a Drop Tent Media production.